0: hello hello yes you read that right we are talking about dating in this episode and i just want to be transparent i missed a week and that's because work and life got really busy and again i just want to be transparent with y'all and let you know that i will always make sure that i'm putting out the best and quality content for y'all um and sometimes that means that i need to pause and make sure i have all my ducks in a row instead of just pumping out an episode for the sake of it but yeah but yes we are talking about dating and i know this may seem a bit off topic from time management but i do believe how you manage yourself has everything to do with how you manage your time and so i will also give you a quick life update about my boyfriend which is honestly too crazy to say out loud but yes i will share with you how that happened and how i prepared to be a wife and not just a girlfriend let's go Hey there, welcome to time management for single moms. Do you want to have time for yourself? Do you find yourself feeling more like a caretaker and struggle with enjoying motherhood? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when you get distracted and have no time to yourself or the laundry again? Hey I'm Victoria, I too was a scatterbrained single mom. I too felt stressed out over my daily mom chores and wished I could stop the anxiety-inducing to-do list. I wanted a plan to have time for my priorities and to take care of myself, but I kept telling myself I didn't have time, didn't know how, or didn't have the discipline to make it happen. Until I found a simple time management system. In this podcast, you will discover quick and easy task management techniques, stress-free scheduling hacks, and personalized productivity strategies so that you can effortlessly organize your life. So grab that iced coffee, pop those earbuds in, and let's dive in. Hey friend, did you know that I offer one-on-one coaching for busy single moms just like you? Yes, single moms who want to level up in life and become less stressed, have a game plan for the week, and actually enjoy motherhood. Yes, it is possible. So head over to time management for singlemoms.card, that's carr Co to book a session, and link is also going to be in the description below. All right, so I want to share with you kind of where... I was before I got into the relationship that I'm in now. But I was there many times um, before dating, you know, my now boyfriend. And so I went to college. Um, I live in Texas. So I went to college in the, some. I think Texas is the South, but <laughs> in the Christian bubble. And I had my daughter after my freshman year. So I even remember telling my best friend my freshman year, like I'm gonna go home for sophomore year, and when I come back, you're gonna have a boyfriend. Like, I'm pretty sure it was the Holy Spirit, you know, speaking through me. But I was right. I came back after uh, my sophomore year, and and lo and behold, like my best friend was dating a guy who is now her husband. Which praise God for that. But just my point is that I saw many young couples dating, getting engaged, and then married um, and in a a rather quick timeline, so I also saw my best friend who was pregnant at the same time as me also get married to her baby's father, and, um, I will admit I was a bit jealous, um, I was even envious, um, you know, to see how that was, how her life played out, but mine didn't, and it was tough, and it did stir up a lot of insecurity, a lot of, like, what is wrong with me, like, Am I ever going to get to experience that? So I was surrounded by love everywhere and um, romantic love. And I kept praying and crying and asking God, like, when is it going to happen for me? And when is it going to be my turn? And when am I going to meet the guy that you have for me? And who is also not just going, uh, who's not just going to love me, but like also want to raise, like love my daughter and raise her as his own and I wrestled with this for a long time. I wrestled and I got mad at God and I threw my own emotional temper tantrums. (laughs) But um, you know what? I'm thankful that I went to the Lord and I, I persistently went to him. Like I kept going to him and saying like, Yes, I'm praying to you about this again. I'm crying to you about this again um, because it really opened up the door for healing those deep wounds of abandonment, mother and father wounds from my childhood and also insecurity and of course the root of everything, which is fear. And I just really want to share these next three tips with you because I don't have a formula on how to get married or, or how to you know whatever but these are things that i actually did to work on myself because this is actually the secret to preparing to be a wife and why i say preparing to be a wife is because a lot of people think that when you're waiting on god it's just a time to kind of like step back and like it's this cute little thing where you're just praying and just like going day to day and it's like no Waiting, I can't remember, in the the Hebrew language, the word waiting actually means to prepare um, or in preparation of, one of the sorts. I'd have to, (laughs) I'm so sorry, I'd have to go back and check that. But my point is, is that you're not, while you're waiting for something like um, a godly man, a godly husband to come into your life, or a job or whatever it may be like you are to be preparing like actively preparing actively you know seeking god but also applying what you're learning from the lord from church from community into your life and allowing the word of god to transform you from the inside out and i want to go to proverbs eighteen twenty two because it says he who finds a wife finds a good thing so I know, ladies, that you don't want to just date to date and date to be a girlfriend for five, ten years. No, we don't want that. Um, you, if you're listening to this podcast, I firmly believe it's because you are self-aware and you want to grow. You want to challenge yourself to be the best version um, that God wants you to be, not just for you, but, like, it's for your child. Like, but I will also say, I, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but it's okay to want that for yourself. It's okay to say, God, like, I want to be healthy. I want to be strong. I want to be, I want to feel beautiful. I want to feel confident. It's okay because he doesn't, what's the, what's the, what's the opposite of that? Like wanting to be insecure, wanting to be unhealthy, lazy, undisciplined, unorganized. No, he doesn't want that for you. Remember, Jesus said, I came to give them life and life more abundantly. And what's beautiful with a relationship with God is that we have, we, we can do that, like, he can make that happen for us, but we have to allow him to work in our lives and apply it, so going back to the verse, um, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, but in order to get married, you need to be found, and you need to be a wife, which sounds scary, but, like, that basically means that you need to have the qualities and characteristics of a wife, and I know there's a lot of talk about, like, trad wife, and this and that online, just a whole bunch of, like, crap, honestly, um, not dismissing, you know, um, you know womanhood biblical womanhood no not at all but like anyone can be a good cook anyone can clean a house well and take care of kids hello nannies can do that but the difference in being a wife is who you are at the core and so yes as a wife you will want to do those things and serve your family and your husband well um and not in a way that's like your husband's domineering or whatever no not i'm not advocating for abuse or misuse of power or anything like that but let's get started before i go on another tangent but my first step or my first tip i want to say and i would grab a pen and paper or go back and listen to this episode um is to reflect on yourself like take inventory of your life and what does that mean so i during my five years of being single like i do think i'm still single until i'm married but like of being not in a relationship, just me and Bel- me and my daughter, <laughs> um, I would ask myself a lot of questions that might sound weird, but I wanted to know why I was the way that I was, like why I reacted a certain way, or why I got so mad at my mom for nagging me to do something that I already knew I needed to do. Hello, real talk. If you live with your parents, you'll know. If you live with Hispanic parents, you will know. <laughs> but this is important it's important to ask yourself questions because you're creating the waves of being self-aware and so you're thinking about why you do things which is very important if you want to be a woman that is strong caring um and loving and honestly a man a woman that a man would want to be with um there are many verses in the bible that talk about i don't remember the reference of this but it's like it's better to live in a house alone than in the home of a quarrelsome wife which means a wife who is like constantly arguing and nagging and picking a fight and all this and that and i'm here to tell you from my personal experience and seeing other couples like just observing men do not want to be with a woman who is always telling her opinion about any and everything and being rude about it and a woman who always wants to solve his problems again he's an adult and I know that you already have a child, so you don't want to have to, you do want to take care of your husband, but not like as you would, if you would take care of a child. Um, And they definitely do not want to be with a woman who is reckless with her life. And so that's why I'm so thankful that you're here, because I know that you've actually taken a step for yourself to not be reckless with your life. You're like, oh, okay, there's some things I can work on. Okay. But some men might want that they might want like i don't know a crazy reckless very outspoken woman but it's not going to be the type of man that's going to treat you well and your child well um i'll say that first because men the way that they receive love is by being respected and honestly in the state of today's world depression and suicide rates are the highest in men And what I've noticed, and I I would do this even when I wasn't dating my now boyfriend. Like I would give compliments to men, not like in a weird flirty way, but just like, oh, like you got a haircut, like it looks sharp, nice, like you know, and and I meant it. I didn't just say it just to be like, oh, Victoria's, you know, whatever. No, I did not. Like I genuinely wanted to share that, and I think through that, like it it really helped me practice just kind of like being giving in a loving and selfless kind of way. And I know that sounds like extreme, but like really like you should show and tell people you appreciate them and love and care for them. Um, not just again to say it, but like it's nice to hear those things and it's um, think about your child. Like they like to, it's good for them to hear those things. It's nourishing. You like to hear those things. So yeah, but back to asking questions. So here's some questions that you can journal or just ask yourself. Like one is what makes me angry in a relationship? What are my non-negotiables? Like what are things that um, my future husband like needs to have? For me, it was he needs to be, he needs to love Jesus and live out his faith, not just say he's a Christian. And two, it was he wants to be a family or <laughs> wants to have a family what wants to be a father and three it was he has a vision for his life or he's like working on his life like he has like he doesn't have to make x amount of dollars or have all this status or whatever no like if he's at a place right now where he's building something like that's that's what matters to me like it's not just like oh i'm just gonna hunker down and stay here and yeah that was for me so that's things you can ask yourself what are your non-negotiables and those are things that like you're not gonna compromise on like honestly for me like there are some things that I used to think were non-negotiables and I'll actually link a podcast um from this show called Heart of Dating and they talk a lot about this like red flags non-negotiables yellow flags all of that and I think it's super helpful but next question do I struggle with asking for help next question do I struggle with communicating my needs that's something that I used to struggle a lot. And now, thankfully, um, if I'm able to ask the Lord for things e- easier, like it's easier for me, then I should be able to ask other people, not just like my significant other or like my parents, but like just in general, like if I'm at the grocery store, it's okay to ask for help. You're not going to look silly. That's why the employees are there. <laughs> um, yeah. Do I struggle with being alone? Um And do I always need someone around? So like codependency, but like in a negative way. And I used to struggle with that a lot. Uh, Next question. Do I struggle with resentment or feeling bitter about my ex or my child's father or anyone from my past? This is a huge one. You need to deal with whatever pain and hurt that someone else has caused you. And you need to forgive them. And I do have an early episode from the podcast that talks about forgiveness i will also link that in just in the description i believe it's i want to say it's either episode three or four i don't have it off the top of my head i'm so sorry but that is gonna it has a it has like a uh sorry what's the word i'm looking for it has like a (laughs) it has an exercise for you to walk through forgiveness so i think that would be really beneficial for anyone who needs that um next question is do i beat myself up about my past this is actually something that I am still working through. And what's beautiful is like with my boyfriend now, like he, we kind of struggled a little bit with the s- similar things, but, and what's amazing is having, it is possible, you, whoever's listening to this, to have a man that actually like reminds you, like you are a new creation in Christ. Like you don't need to think about those things anymore it happened in the past yes sure was it worthy of feeling shame and guilt yes but you don't need to fe- feel shame and guilt anymore you don't you shouldn't be fe- feeling shame and guilt anymore because it's happened it's dead and gone in the past like we re- being reminded of that like when that comes up in conversation like <laughs> it's just amazing to have someone remind you about you-, you know that like you are a new creation in christ don't look back look forward Okay, um, last question I have here is, do I truly believe that God is going to bring the right man for me at the right time? Oh my goodness. I think that this honestly was something I continually asked myself and I had to pray my way to it because there was a time where I was like, okay, God, I guess like, you know what? I guess I'm gonna be single forever, but like in a kind of despair, kind of hopeless kind of way. But no, slowly over time, I said, no, you know what? I have the desire to get married. I have the desire to be a loving wife. I have the desire to build my family and keep you know, uh, advancing the kingdom of God. And so I said, Lord, you gave me this desire. It is not a bad desire. It is a faithful desire. Um, And I'm gonna link another podcast episode to this great uh, show that actually talked about it. And so I think that, taking the time to think, you know, I do want to be married, but God, I want what you want in your timing. And I don't want anything else. I receive your plans for my life and I'm done giving you my plans. And honestly, it really was kind of, that was a turning point in my faith and in my life where I was like, yeah, Lord, I don't, I, cause I'm a, I'm a planner and I'm a, I think ahead of things, which is good. But with some things, you need to let your faith, you know, do its thing with the Lord. And God sees that and he sees when you're pure in heart and when you're asking things because not out of fear, but because, you know, and trust and believe that he's going to deliver that and he's going to be faithful. So these are hard questions to ask yourself, um, but they are a great way to start thinking about doing the inner work on yourself. And I'm going to say it, it will hurt to bring some of these things up. But I think that um, when you are going to think about past hurts and even memories, when you take the time to look at whatever pain you're feeling in the eye and give it to God, he meets you there. I don't know how many times you got like, I would journal and cry and pray and say, like, don't you see me? Don't you see me in my affliction? Like, don't you see how hurt and how sad i am like why can't you give this to me now and now looking back at it thank god he didn't give me what i wanted then honestly i was a wreck i was a hot mess and i'm not perfect now but i do believe that he's grown me to a place where like i'm able to like take care and be a good steward and manage things better and navigate through things better all with his help i still don't have to do it alone but It's a journey and that journey, I don't know how long it's been for you. I don't know how long it's going to take for you, but I'm here to tell you that I'm here to support you and I'm here to encourage you. Alrighty. So, um, oh yeah, I wanted to end this tip with a verse and It's Psalm 147, three, and he says, he heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. So God heals your broken heart and he bandages your wounds. And what's beautiful is that he takes your scars and he actually like wipes them away. Like it's, there's like actually no scar there. He actually like fills it with his love and his goodness and his mercy. And he restores it to its original design. Alrighty, next tip is um, self care excuse me yes i'm actually talking about taking care of yourself which means you know taking a good shower getting ready for the day fixing your hair putting on an outfit that you feel your best in i don't know doing your nails whatever turn even lighting a candle as something as simple as that that is something i've started doing but it's important because how you take care of yourself is actually a reflection of how you feel about yourself like on the inside so i'm not saying you have to get all dressed up with full makeup all the time no i do not do that (laughs) i don't have time to do that all the time but i do make time (laughs) sometimes (laughs) but what i am saying is that I think you need to think about how you want to present yourself to the world. Um, what does that version of you look like? You know, what do you wear? What do you do to be that woman? <laughs> and yes, I'm talking about being that woman, Um uh, you know being that woman that you you dream of you think about you aspire to be because remember you're not just a single mom that's only a circumstance not your identity I that if you get nothing out of this podcast that's the one thing I want you to remember is that you are not just a single mom that is just your circumstance that is the phase of life that you're in it is not your identity and I truly believe for the single moms that do want to get married like God gave you that desire. If you, like, try to suppress it and push it down, no. Like, don't stop doing that. Like, keep going to the Lord. Um, because it's more often than not that women want to be married than they want to just stay single. And that's a different topic for a different time. Um, but the majority is, like, we, you know, we want to be wives, mothers, nurturers, all that. Which is good. God created us that way. So, um, how can you start practicing more self-care? Well, a great way to start intentionally is by creating a morning routine or night routine that be- best works for you and your goals. So, hey yo, book a one-on-one coaching session with me. It will, I will... Uh, take the info that you provide to me and give you a game plan to actually start implementing a routine that is going to leave you feeling confident clean and cute hello don't we all want that and um it's really a sweet time for us to get together i can get to know you and it's one hour again link is in the description but moving on the last tip is currently my favorite of course doing the inner work is the greatest factor in being a loving gentle and kind wife but it's fun to do your skincare and play with makeup and treat yourself like you are a queen because you are royalty in god's sight but remember royalty behaves a certain way so remember that and i will also say like this is not just benefiting you it's also benefiting your child like whether you have a, a, a daughter or a son um when mommy is taken care of and mommy's needs are met and mommy's doing things to take care of herself she has more to give to um to her son or her daughter and that I've seen that play out in my life and it is so beautiful and like I don't know why I'm tearing up but like it's true when you take the time (laughs) when you take the time to like actually like love yourself not like how the world says but like take care of yourself like I used to resent being a mom, you guys. I used to not enjoy like having to do having to do things. That was my mentality. No, like now it's like, no, my daughter's a blessing. She is a gift. I get to be a, the best mom I can with what I have right now, and I want to keep doing that. Um I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm tearing up, but I think it's just a reflection of You know, God's goodness. Like I used to pray and say, God, I want to actually enjoy my daughter. I want to actually enjoy the season of life, even though it might be hard with work or with school or whatever and bills and this and that. Like I still want to experience joy in motherhood and loving her. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right, my last tip is simple. And this one uh, I will forever and always tell you to do. It's so simple pray. What do you pray for pray for preparation for marriage pray for your future husband and as a single mom pray about the relationship of your children and your future husband um this is so important because you are telling your creator your deepest desires and this is a great way to tell him that you want to be married dream with god tell him what kind of wife what kind of marriage and husband you want and tell him you get excited thinking about it. Think about and tell him what kind of family you want. Um, and also tell him what you're scared of. Tell him what you worry about, you know, with your kids, all these different factors that go into being married and having a family and just all the things. Literally all the things. Like, go on Pinterest and think about, like, family management. And, like, if there's different categories there, pray about it. And also tell him what you struggle with. Do you struggle with lust or sexual sin or anything in that realm? Or... Um, depression anxiety fear anything ask him um when it comes to sexual sin and lust like ask him to forgive you and thank him for the freedom that's found in jesus and i am gonna make an episode on this soon um but next two of my favorite ways to pray um obviously pray out loud and when i have some quiet time that's what i do and when i'm in the car i you know And obviously journaling, God sees and he hears your prayers in your journal. Y'all, I am telling you that I have prayers for my journal back in 2018 that are now being answered. I have prayers back in 2018 that are now being answered. Won't he do it? So don't lose hope. For the lack of a better phrase keep wrestling with god ask him hard questions and he will give you the perfect answers and he will align your heart with his and sometimes you may not like the answer that he has for you then but then you see oh that's why you said no oh that's why you said to wait i'm telling you he's always faithful All right, well, that's it for now. If this episode blessed you, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. I want the best for you, Mama. And if God is doing a work in your life, please let me know. Email me at hello at time management for single moms.com and I'm trying to see where I want to grow my online community. I have a Facebook group, it's Time Management for Single Moms, but I'm not sure if that's the best place right now. So if you could give me some feedback, just let me know. But All right. Love you. God bless and see you in the next episode. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share this episode with a single mom who may be struggling with organizing her time? Also, please leave me a review in Apple podcast. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you, but all right, I'm off to put some laundry away. I'll meet you back in the next episode. Bye.